This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Generals gathered in their masses. Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. 7-11 on your Monday morning. Back on sitting friends in the morning. Jennifer Harrison, just great. Curtis Sliwa, Maria Bartiromo, Steve Bannon, Miranda Devine, still to come. You know, I um, I didn't make it to the lunar parade yesterday. Um, but we'll get to that, I'm sure, with Curtis. But I, uh, my intention was to show up at some point, but I couldn't make it. So. <laughs> I'm sure Curtis was there. Curtis, of course, gets big ratings, hosting the Rip and Read, noon to one every weekday afternoon, overnight weekends, and, of course, does an amazing job with me here every morning at about this time. Also did a great job last week when uh, Curtis and I took over the two hours from Brian Kilmeade when he was on vacation. Just so you know, Brian Kilmeade is back today, so it's regularly scheduled programming. I'm done at 10, which is good. I'm done at 10. Then you get Kilmeade from 10 to noon. Then Curtis comes your way at noon. So we're back to regularly scheduled programming, Curtis. No more five hours of Sid and two hours of Curtis. Ah, damn it! (laughs) I'm going going to withdraw. I had to concede to you that you beat me for the week. Although our numbers, in in comparison to Brian Kilmeade, our friend, just knocked him out of the box. And we knocked that Mark Simone over at Women's Only Radio, (coughs) W-O-R, out of the box. I mean, I want to go round two with you. I don't like the fact that I looked at the analytics and you beat me. Although we raised the numbers completely for the entire station. And then I substituted for Rita on Friday night. I added an additional two hours, and I told John Katzmatidis, who came in for that, add this to my total, and this will allow me to beat Sid. Oh, this is personal now. You're number one, there's no doubt about it, I have to concede, but I'm number two in the ratings, and everybody trails behind. Everybody trails behind. Yeah, it's not really a close third after that, but um, at any rate, you did a great job last week, and I'm sure you did great for reading. Now, you contend, after this great hour number one, I covered Donald Trump killing Nikki Haley in South Carolina, covered the big CPAC weekend, had audio from both Donald Trump and Mark Levin, covered the story of this illegal immigrant killing this beautiful nursing student down in the state of Georgia, covered Sylvester Stallone leaving Los Angeles and moving to Florida. I mean, I covered the Knicks and Celtics. I covered everything. But your contention is is that I missed the biggest story of the weekend in the first hour today. What in God's name could that have been? Are you a proud Jew? Yes. In fact, you've rediscovered your Jewishness. Now people have anointed you King David II. As I wear my Israeli dog tags outside my sweatshirt and my beautiful gold Jewish star inside my sweatshirt. Is Justin Ellick a proud Jew? 
Justin Ellick went to Israel with me and is a proud Jew, and I'm proud to call Justin my guy. And the news director is a sometimes Jew, known lady. Yeah, I'm not sure about him. He's, he's not Bernie Sanders or Ron Kuby, but he's not nearly as enthusiastic, How let's say, as me and Justin. How did the three of you Jews miss this story? I played B.B. Netanyahu no. on Face the Nation. This has nothing to do with B.B. Boy, what a B.R. she is. The majority of New York Jews, if the election were tomorrow would vote for Donald Trump. You know what's funny about what 53%. you just said? 53%. Yeah. So I'll tell you what's funny about what you just said. So between 4.45 and 6 o'clock every morning, me and Alec sit in another studio and go over all the audio for the day. Justin, you could attest to this. What were you, circle-jerking one another this morning? How did you miss this one? No, we had it. We had Lee Zeldin on Fox News yesterday saying exactly what you just said. But we didn't play it because Lee went on too long, and then he started to include Latinos and Asians. Well, excuse and all me. I wanted was the Jews. Jews always talk too long, right? <laughs> yeah, let's try to stop at you from talking. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, they're like, yeah, me, just, me. Yeah, yeah, so, cut them off. Give them a brisk. So stop. just so you know, Lee Zeldin's uh, whole, the whole thing on the Jews winning the election today was left on the cutting room floor, which may be the case with you. When I go down to Mar-a-Lago to see Scott Labato's great movie, The Relentless Patriot, we'll see if Curtis Sliwa is left on the Oh, my God. I was the best. They all said, oh, this, this is what makes the film. But because Trump is going to be there, I'll bet you Scott says, you know, I, I don't want to upset the president, right? <laughs> he doesn't hate you that much, does no, he? Well, who knows? You never oh know. What's, what side of the bed for the two or three hours that he sleep that he got up on? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I took offense last week. You called me one of the kings of useless information, the doggy man, Benigno, and Curtis Lee. Well, you said that, right? I said, I am eagle, you and Benigno. Yes. That's right. Yeah. How dare you? Why? As I bring to these airwaves the most shocking story of the weekend, Billy D. Williams, right? Oh, the great Billy D. Oh. What a tremendous job as Gail Sayers and Brian Song. That's right. And, uh, and the guy who sued me, James Kahn, because I said he was a mobster choking on his lobster. He played Brian Piccolo, of course. And then Billy D. Williams with the Colt 45 commercials <laughs> works every time, right? The brothers love him. He said, man, if we could be just like Billy D. Williams, we'll get every woman in the house, right? He admitted he was a closet queen. Oh, my God, not Billy D. Williams. No way. Yes. You Billy didn't know that. D. Williams, a closet queen? Justin Ellick didn't know that. No, lady didn't know that. It takes Curtis Lewa, the king of useless information, <laughs> yeah. to bring this to the most powerful radio station in the nation from coast to coast on the number one show in the nation. I, I broke my heart. Oh, my God, me too. How who, do you know this? Who else is a closet queen well. out there? Self-admitted closet queen. <laughs> and then, oh, the genius of uh, uh, Sid earlier going, gee, I think he's a Venezuelan. Which illegal alien who's beating up cops, stealing, robbing, shoplifting, uh, breaking every law isn't a Venezuelan? Well, there's other countries where they do the same thing. Yeah, you know? when's the last time about, somebody else got arrested? What about the Ecuadorians? Don't they get arrested once in a while? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, the cake is made of Venezuela. And then you didn't bring this story to the forefront. Now everybody's on board. We love ice. Ice cubes, ice tray, vanilla ice, ice uh, tea. They love of ice, and they say, deport him, right? Kathy Holcomb, arrest him and deport him. You know, the Venezuelan thugs who beat up the cops. By the way, they're still looking for them. 
Do you realize you can't deport them? Maduro will not receive them. I've been saying this for a while. you got to be able to receive your own people. He will not permit any flights to come into Caracas with deported Venezuelans. They're here for life. Eric Adams, you brought him here, you embraced him, you, you, you're lip-locked with him, with Cardinal Dolan, with these are our people, they're misunderstood youth, with tattoos on their necks saying, gang, 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 gang. <laughs> Guess what? They're not going back. They're here for life, Sid. Learn to live with them, as some of them will rape, rob, steal, and become a menace to society. Young men with high levels of testosterone, a military age with nothing to do, nowhere to go, gangbangers from Venezuela that have been cleaned out of the jails, and guess what? We rolled out the red carpet. Your guy, Eric Adams, oh, this is going to help me get to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. When I run for president, I'll be the second black president, and I'll win with a black and Latino vote. You know that was the plan. Oh, I totally agree with you the whole way, but it is, um, it's not going well for him. I mean, I don't even talk about him anymore. I really don't. And I think I've seen him once over the last two months, and um, um, I'm disappointed. In my opinion, he has been a colossal disappointment. Colossal. And I like all the guys that work alongside him, a lot of the guys inside his administration. But Eric has been brutal. Can you give me some of their names so I can tell you which one is the rat who talks to me every day? You want to give me some what, of the, the names in the like? Adams administration? Well, you know who I'm friends with. You know I'm friends with Menashe Shapiro. You know I'm friends with Michael Kemper. You know I'm friends with uh, Ivan oh, yeah. Kamal. Well, by the way, what happened to that lunch? Uh, they sit down you at the Second Avenue Deli. This is the first time. Crime <laughs> is skyrocketing in the subways. Everyone acknowledges nobody knows more about the subways and subway crime. I gave an exclusive, uh, exclusive to Noam Laden about Broadway Lafayette. I figured out why the severed leg got from Broadway Lafayette all the way up to 167 and 170. We were laughing, remember, last yeah, week on the yeah. Northern Fortune. I figured it all out in one afternoon. So you figured it out. Yes. Has anybody else given you credit for that? Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Because because you've labeled me the king of useless information. <laughs> you, the most popular host in America. Well, wait a That's second. That's the, the hashtag. Well, the king of useless information. Well, I, I, would, I would say that while it's very, very entertaining, Billy, D. Williams, that was useless information. How a leg was found at a subway stop is very useful information. So what did you figure out, Curtis? The homeless people, as I told you, live in the subway, in the tunnels. They're the mole people. I've been in there. There's at least two dozen of them. They go back and forth on the tracks. Yesterday, I'm taking the D train down to Broadway Lafayette because I'm going to go to the annual Lunar New Year Day Parade with the Guardian Angels and watch what stupid costume Eric Adams is wearing <laughs> that makes him look like Run Run Shaw in a kung fu movie that used to play on 42nd Street. What? So he did wear one of those outfits? Oh, my God. And it looked like it cost all silk, $5,000, right? But anyway, the point was, the train stops before it gets into the station, and the conductor said, uh, Due to a homeless person on the track, the train is temporarily going to remain here. We'll keep you informed. So eventually, when the train pulls in, I get off, and there's a whole bunch of dope fiends shooting up which I gave the video exclusively to Noam Laden in our news department, which he'll be posting up on the WABC site if he knows how to handle that kind of information. I go upstairs. The cops have already arrested some mutton skell. There's like four of them surrounding them. And then I go down near the tracks. 
And I'm talking to the MTA workers, and I said, why was the train uh, crawling and then stopping? He said, Curtis, you've been here before. There's homeless people living in the tunnels. A number of them have gotten hit the last few weeks and killed. Now, is that information that has been brought to the surface? The only time anybody paid attention was how did a freaking leg off of some dead homeless person's torso end up going from Broadway Lafayette Spring Street in the Lower East Side <laughs> and end up on the elevated tracks of the number four train, the Muggers Express, between 167 and 170, where a little kid is looking out the window, the front window, because he wants to be a motorman like Choo Choo Charlie, the engineer. Good and plenty, plenty good, good and plenty, plenty. <laughs> mommy, mommy, look, it's a leg. It can't be. It must be from a mannequin. And it turned out it was a human leg. And they had to go to the medical examiner, and they said, well, the leg didn't have any ID. Duh. <laughs> of course it didn't have any ID. Ah, ah, ah. There are homeless, so many of our homeless people. Yeah. They're living in tunnels. Some of I them know. are veterans. And yet, what are we doing with the illegal aliens, the migrants, especially those bad hombres, as Trump would say, from Venezuela? We're putting them up in hotels in Times Square, and then they go downstairs, and they're stabbing, and they're beating up cops, and they're on the lam. I thought I would uh, see it all and hear it all, but now I am corrected once again when my friend Curtis Sliwa actually quotes Donald Trump. Have you done like a complete 180 or 360, whatever it is, on Trump? Are you voting for Trump now? Oh, look at the election where tomorrow. Does anybody have a choice? No, there's no choice. What, am I going to vote for a guy who can't <laughs> even remember his name? And the guy that also keeps the border open, which oh. allows people like Eric Adams oh, to do God. what he's doing. And don't like Kathy Crimeway. Oh, come on, too, this. I know. Uh oh, underlay, underlay, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is why elections matter. So you asked me earlier about my dear friend Tom Sullivan. Everyone knows Mike Sullivan, my best friend, living in, uh, one of my best friends, living in Breezy Point. But all the brothers, Brian, Danny, Thomas, they're all dear, dear the friends. The Sullivan's first in war and first yes. in peace. So you asked me if Tom who got jobbed out of his last election. They stole it from they him. They stole Stacey Pfeiffer Amato had uh, an event tuh, tonight. Tuh. <laughs> yeah, and he does. Uh, it happens to be in my neighborhood, about seven blocks away from my house at Jameson's. My I'm buddy, going. Eric McManus owns Jameson's on 129th, Beach 129, from 7 to 9 p.m. later on tonight. Tom Sullivan, big event at Jameson's. This is the second most important election in America. This is a blood second? feud event. It's a event. This man. This man who served our country in war. This man who went into the pile at 9-11 to rescue people. There's no more of an honorable politician in, in all of politics. In fact, Democrats have told me that. And you know, they don't ever give any kind of credit to Republicans. And they stole this election from him. You know, you could argue, whoa, did they steal the election from Trump? This is indisputable that Facey P5FO from Pfeiffer, and her mother, who is the Queen's clerk, stole the election. The both of those hands. And now it's time for the rooster to rise. <laughs> Tom Sullivan, I'm going to do everything I can to get him elected. I'm going to live in the district, in Howard Beach, New Howard Beach, Old Howard Beach. Even talk to my enemies who wanted to kill me. Uh, do me a solid. You tried to kill me, you miss. You got to vote for Tom Sullivan. Hamilton Beach, Ozone Park, Broad Channel, and the ponds at Bell Harbor, Breezy Point. Middle I'm going to be like, bing, 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 bing. All of them. We're getting All of this them. man elected. He, uh, he's got an event at Jameson's tonight, but he does tell me he's got a bigger event coming. Coming up right down the road at the Bell Harbor Yacht Club, where, of course, Count Mike on and me to be there. That's right. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of the Yacht Club, oh, my pissed at you. 
You welfare queen, queen, you deadbeat. What are you talking about? Let me tell you something. Not far from the Bell Harbor Yacht Club, well, uh, let's face it, it's sort of like um, Gilligan's Island, uh-huh. right, for you, Gilligan's yeah. Island. Yeah. You love going to catch your speed ferry there. Yes, I do. Right at the dock. Well, I got to get home, Curtis. And come to Lower Manhattan, yeah. Yeah. and you get to, on a nice day, you get to add to your tan. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be as dark as A-Rod was. Oh, my God, what <laughs> happened to him? Too long in the tanning bed, or maybe he had the man tan. But anyway, you love that speed ferry, yeah, and you swipe your Metro card, right? What no, 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 that's not true. I have to buy a 10-pack, which um, I believe I just bought a new 10-pack. Cost me about $27.50. Oh! Yeah, oh, a lot of money. Oh, you're, you're like impoverished. It turns out that we, the sucker taxpayers, pay yeah. $25 to subsidize Good. every one of your rides you and every you other should. gold bracelet and dead beach ride. You should. Hey! You're opposed to a welfare queens, and yet you're the biggest welfare queen of all. Send the ferries to the scrapyard. It's time, Sid, to return to your roots. I rescued you from Coney Island in the middle of the campaign at 4 in the morning because you told me you were going to take the D train from Coney Island, Stillwell Avenue, to come into WABC. And I said, no, I got some gangbangers to deal with. A Carrie, Carrie Gardens here. I'm going to come pick you up. We took you here. You were safe and secure. And now a pox on you, you welfare queen. We, the taxpayers, ain't paying $25 for every one of your rides on the speed ferry. You're going to take the A train. And I'm going to have a guardian angel there in the morning, right at Beach 116th Street, last stop. Take you on the shuttle, the broad channel, and then the ride of your life through East New York, Brownsville, never read, never will. The over-under point spread is on one of those mornings, uh, Sid Rosenberg will be collateral damage. And Eric Adams will give you a great eulogy, but say, you know, crime is really down. It's real. We're the safest big city in America. No, 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 no. We're, we're safe. It's secure. Look, I ride the subway every day, every day with my Fendi scarf, my $700 scarf. This place is crazy. Sid, I'm coming to the Irish Riviera. And then remember the St. Patrick's Day Parade on Saturday that starts off the 9,852 St. Patrick's Day Parades that take place in our tri-state area throughout the month of March.